0: PyTest Testmon is a PyTest plugin which selects and executes only tests you need to run by collecting dependencies between tests and all executed code and comparing the dependencies against changes. Run a test suite, make a change, then only run the tests that need that are affected by your change. That's so cool. In this episode, we talked to Testmon creator Tibor Arpas about the use of Testmon and how it works. Thank you to Patreon supporters for your continued support in the show. And thank you to PyCharm for sponsoring this episode. Listen to their spot later in the show. Welcome to Test and Code, a podcast about software development, software testing, and Python. Welcome to Testing Code. I'm uh, actually really excited to have Tibor Arpas. Now I got it wrong again. I just practiced this. Tibor Tibor Arpas? Is that right? No, yeah, it's it's right. Okay. Okay, Okay, um, and we're going to talk about uh, uh, test coverage and a a tool that he's created called TestMon. Um, But uh, before we get into it, uh, first, welcome to the show. And could you tell me a little bit about you? Uh, Hello, Brian.
1: Thanks for having me um yeah so uh i've been um, developer programmer for twenty years I started to um, freelance uh, during my, my studies and then um yeah it gradually um got uh, like then then at some point I had the opportunity in about two thousand seven to uh, pick my technologies uh finally. So before I was I was developing in Java and parallel and uh, stuff like that, but uh, but in 2007 I I could uh, pick the technology I had the liberty and and yeah I made the research and picked Python because it uh, looked like the best option. And it wasn't um, well mm, so obvious then at, at that point, right? But but it turned out quite well. So so yeah, that's uh, that's when I started with Python and um, also. Um, Basically, what I do now is mostly outsourcing Python developers. There is uh, twelve of us um, for one or two big customers, and uh, yeah, so that's that's uh, how I spend my time
0: mostly managing,
1: uh, but uh, but I still can find some time for for developing. Uh, unfortunately.
0: okay, cool. So you are in the the uh, doing the developer and manager at the same time, sort of stuff, also. Yeah. So cool. Well, um that's that's actually pretty exciting. Uh, and you're you're not in the US, right? You're in um, somewhere else.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm from Slovakia and I'm in Slovakia. That's also where the company is um, and yeah, we work for remote customers. So so Okay. Uh, fortunately, the
0: world is small. Well, it is and also um you know, just a side tangent, one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to be able to get to expand the people I know and think of as people I've met through doing this. And it's pretty cool to meet people from Slovakia and from all over the the world. uh, Sometimes scheduling is a little difficult, but um, hopefully it's... um, So it's noon in the middle of the day right now. What time is it there? It's uh, 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Okay. So we'll try not to keep you up too late. Luckily, it's a shorter (laughs) podcast. Um, But um, you... You said you started Python in uh, around 2007. Um, you're, we're going to talk about uh, TestMon, which is, it works in conjunction with PyTest. Is that correct? Yes, correct. So how did you start getting in, when did you start using PyTest? mm mm-hmm.
1: Well, I think when I was writing Testmon, actually from the first version, because uh, on the on the project uh, which motivated me to start writing Testmon, and that was in 2015, I think or 2014, um, we used uh, Unitest at that point. Uh, but when when I um, started writing Testmon, I wasn't. Uh, more on the on the project which uh, had a long test suit and which motivated me to think about the problem and uh, try to solve it uh, so I again made the research and then picked uh, like what uh, what seemed the with the best perspective or or the tool which uh, which seems to have uh, the biggest adoption so so okay. that was my start with Python actually
0: nice and that was even pre 2017 so you didn't have my book to help you so um yeah, <laughs> um, but so okay, we've been sort of beating around the bush. Um, Testmon, what is Testmon? Tests which have been
1: influenced by recent changes. Uh, so it um, creates a, like a matrix of of dependency metrics of tests and methods and functions in the in the source code, and uh, then watches the changes or or actually stores checksums of the of the methods. And then, whenever you change something, uh, it can select only the tests which could have been could have been influenced by the, by the by the change.:
0: I run a test suite, everything's good, and then I go and mo- I change some of my code, and then I can just rerun the tests that could even possibly fail, right? Um, because they're the only ones that are affected by my code. This seems like magic. How on earth do you do this? Well, it's, uh, uh, I also
1: like the idea and uh, the, I was thinking about how to do it, and the, the most deterministic uh, way to do it seems to be to um, to get coverage, uh, to collect coverage and uh, like collect or store the lines which have been executed. Right. So coverage.p, uh, that's what, that's the library and the, the um, tool which we used underneath uh, Testmon. But uh, so yeah, it it selects, uh, or it uh, it collects all the all the lines which you which you could which which were executed. Uh, I simplified the information a little bit and only only actually store or deal with the functions and methods. Uh, okay. Which have been which have been executed, uh, but yeah, that that seems like the the reliable uh, way to find out is something if something could have been influenced or not. Of course, it doesn't um, doesn't take into account any changes in external APIs or in data files or, or stuff like that. So so that's a, a that's a limitation, a fundamental limitation, but of, of TestMon, uh, one. Okay. But but yeah. I think uh, it's, it's a very good practice, actually, to also create the fixtures in the code uh, because they are easier to migrate and refactor and so on than data files, for example. Um, so, so yeah, I think it's a limitation which one can live with pretty easily.
0: So this is primarily, the, if I'm getting this right, the goal is so that if I mod- my, modify my code under test, um, then the tests that uh could be affected get run um if i what if i modify like test helper functions does that does testmon go into play there or is that a completely separate problem um it, it also goes there
1: uh testmon in runs the coverage or collects the coverage or from also from the tests themselves if you have any function there or in fixture, then okay. uh, it it takes it as a fu- function which were which was executed, and then uh, if it's changed on the next round, then then it marks the test as uh, as unstable or or needed to be execute executed.
0: That's pretty cool because I do have quite a bit of code in my fixtures. Thank you, PyCharm, for sponsoring this episode. The PyTest support alone is enough to try PyCharm. The testing support is in both PyCharm Community and PyCharm Pro. And it's the best in the industry. But don't just stop there. The Pro features really do boost your productivity. The database support is amazing. I use it to look at remote Postgres databases, and I'm looking forward to trying the MongoDB support as well. Pro also gives you profiling and coverage integration and extra help when working with web frameworks. Definitely worth a try. Try PyCharm Pro for four months by going to testingcodecom PyCharm. In this, um, so what's the what's the purpose? Is it? um, I'm guessing uh, if you've got fairly long, whatever long is means to you, test suites, you can run a shorter subset.
1: Yes, exactly. As uh, as I mentioned previously, my motivation was a long test suite, and that was uh, six six minutes for me. That's long, right? It interrupts the workflow, and uh, you have to usually start doing something else and. Uh, or or yeah, you have to um, wait for it. So when it's something which we are not used to anymore to wait for six minutes for the computer, right? The the computing yeah. in general uh, got so quick uh, in recent years that uh, that we are not uh, used to that. So so yeah, I was thinking about how to solve this. And uh, TestMon, well, you can make a change which actually reaches everywhere, right? It's if you change a setting a global yes. setting, then, then it's something which uh, influences everything, and, uh, and uh, then you probably have to run the whole test suite uh, anyway, even under TestMon, uh, but, uh, but yeah, sometimes, or very many times, you have a uh, change which is very local and then it doesn't matter how big your project is it's really only matters how far or in how many tests does the change reach so so that can
0: save you a lot of time if you
1: have a really huge project
0: yeah are you so you, are you using it yourself do you see quite a bit of speed up
1: yeah yeah i'm using it uh, myself um also which is a challenge also i would have liked to use it on uh, testmon uh but since coverage uh, itself uh, is not reentrant or or how do you call it? it it it's not easy to to um, run it twice uh, okay. then that that makes like a um, complication uh for me but um, recently we realized a way how to do it so so I started to use it also when developing testmon so which is which is a big help because I do not have that much time to to work on any other projects uh, uh which where it would be relevant, but uh, but uh, now with this change I I became the user of Testmon finally also.
0: Yeah, and I noticed that you you you're extending it and um it's living on. So I think we I think we highlighted on one of the Python bytes some of the the new changes. Um so you've you've added some some fun stuff like um uh, quickest test first, and, uh, and things like that to try to, I mean, to try to find uh, basically if if there's something's going to fail to try to find that as quick as possible. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's nice. Um, and then uh, coverage has changed some recently. So coverage added, I think it added the ability to find out which test has run which line of code or something. Is that is that influenced uh, Testmon or is that um is that change happened after the algorithm for Testmon was developed? Well, it it uh, changed only recently or was added only
1: recently, so so Testmon predates this functionality and coverage and it actually makes uh, uh it a little bit more difficult or or my life a little bit more complicated uh <laughs> because the, the design goals of of the coverage functionality are are quite different i i think even though it sounds like it should do the same but uh, coverage has um like does it for example for for reporting mainly uh and uh, and maybe creating some html reports uh, and also the data format changed but in testmon in in the recent uh, improvements I concentrated on um, being able to, or, or keeping the database of Testmon consistent all the time. So even if you interrupt interrupt uh, the run, it, it still will work the next time. It will pick up where you left off. Um, oh. So this is uh, this is one thing. Also, another thing is uh, I wanted it to be very quick. So it takes a couple of hundreds milliseconds of milliseconds, uh, even on a, on a very big uh, code base, uh, which I don't think the, the storage format of coverage Pi would would be able to do. So so there is a lot of optimization. Like the devil is in the details, and. Uh, yeah. And also, like really, the the design goals are a little bit different. So we are not compatible with Coverage uh, 5.0 yet, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, but but I have the idea how to make it work. And uh, also, yeah, for the future, I can imagine that we could uh, t- like uh, read the Coverage data um who tests what or context, actually, how it's called there. Uh, information and and use it or transform it into a, a testmon database or index it in some clever way, uh, but it's it's not like straightforward. It's not um, that I could uh, throw away all of testmon now, unfortunately.
0: Right. Okay. So that's a uh, one caveat then is if if somebody's using testmon on a project, um, it's not compatible with uh, coverage five the newest coverage. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not a it's not a deal breaker. I, you know, I, I usually my use of coverage within a project. I mean, I guess it varies person to person, of course. But my use, usage is often um, that I have it as a, a talks job, so there wouldn't be any conflict if I had, if for instance, if I really wanted to use coverage five in a different talks job, different talks target, um, and use. Uh, test mod and a previous coverage for my development. I don't see any conflict in that. It it lives side by side.
1: Yeah, but we'll fix it. I mean, we will not be probably, it's not going to be that easy to fix it for the context uh, um, functionality, but I think uh, people are not using it that much. But if you if you just uh, don't care what uh, coverage version you have and uh, and upgrade to 5, we'll be able to to be compatible with it.
0: Okay. So that's on the horizon. Is there any other um uh changes other other than that that you were looking forward to adding?
1: Well yeah, I'm I'm um like uh, when I get feedback from, from the people uh using it on the project, I sometimes um, or quite often actually um, hear that on the long on the big projects with long test suit people um, like stop running the whole test suite locally. They rely on on the CI server to do that. So they if they are changing something, they they manually type the tests or test class which should be executed to make sure that they didn't break anything or or um, to make sure that their code which which they are just changing get executed and can can fix the basic thing. But then commit and wait for the result uh what happens because it's uh, so inconvenient to to wait for a long time and have you know the machine to to process something then that they that they rely on this and uh, so this is a big barrier because when you never run uh the testmon locally you never have the database and you can never use it even even if you have uh um, maybe a, a strong need to use it uh, for a while then if if your test suite takes 20 minutes uh you you do not have the and you do not have 20 minutes then you anyway uh, commit to 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 the ci and wait for the whole thing so i am i am i hope to add a component which would uh, aggregate the information on the server so Probably it would be executed uh, on the CI server, so with every run, uh, the database would be updated. And when and whenever you change anything in the uh, in the code base, uh, then you can download the or, or the tool Testman, automatically downloads the uh, the database and then just gives you the subset of tests. Oh wow, that'd be pretty cool. Uh, which well also another use use for this functionality would be that another piece of feedback which which i got is that if you change uh branches very often which which might be the case on on large projects for many people uh then the changes are so significant then you that you do not get uh, that much uh, of a benefit from Testmon. uh so so then that like it loses the science but if if For every commit, there is a database up there, and which you can quickly download, and this this problem goes away.
0: That's an interesting problem of uh, of switching back and forth between branches. You clearly are changing a lot of files, but not really. You you're just uh, locally. It looks like you've changed a lot. Well, it might be that significant that uh, that it
1: doesn't bring the benefit uh, that much. Also, maybe what should be really mentioned is that there is some overhead, of course. Uh, coverage itself has overhead um, on typical projects where which I tried, it's about twenty twenty five percent in computationally intensive projects. it might be more. Uh, but uh, but yeah, this is the typical overhead. so so this is like a minimum um, obstacle which uh, which Testmon has to work with, uh, so the whole test uh, run is then twenty five uh, percent slower. Yeah, um, than without Testmon.
0: I'm right. not using it currently, but I'm excited to use it on some future projects. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe I have a question. Like, I think you work with uh,
1: your testing actually C code in in, in your job. Uh, that's that's the
0: that's a lot of what you do. Yes, and whereas uh, that, um, okay, yes, but I I'm thinking even with test development, um, being able to uh, do use coverage of the the test suite itself. So while I'm modifying a, uh, a fixture or something, um, I can I can run the tests that are affected by helper functions or fixtures.
1: Yeah, yeah. So that's a that's a good, but well, it that's another limitation, of course, that it doesn't um, doesn't take into account coverage of the of the C++ code. Um, so so it wouldn't pick up the changes in the in the product under test, unfortunately. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, and in the in the environment that I'm testing in, I, we I don't keep access to the the source code anyway, mm. uh, because the the C++ code is running on a different different machine mm. so it's a remote, remote access is there anything that we uh, didn't cover about this problem space or about testmon that you'd like to, to highlight
1: yeah i would uh, maybe like to mention that i think it's uh, good also to start using testmon on on a smaller project because uh, because uh, it selects automatically the relevant tests and also a little bit randomizes the order in which it uh, which it executes the the test and also runs sometimes runs only one test and so on so that that uh, um, allows you to spot when you introduce uh, um, dependency in your tests unwanted hidden dependency like if you maybe didn't clean up uh, properly in previous tests or or didn't uh, com- like make um, the whole complete fixture. Uh, correctly and rely on something from from previous tests, then this makes you uh, spot it really quickly because uh, because it uh, um, like helps you or selects for you the tests which are relevant for for recent changes. Uh, so that and that, that's a very good uh, thing to have. Independent, isolated tests are, are something which is very important when when your project is gonna grow. Then you would probably uh, like to. Uh, Run the tests in parallel, um, and maybe on different machines. And if you if you do not have, and also using Testmon, and if you don't have that, then it's a, it's going to be a mess. It's going to be uh, non-deterministic results. So so that's that's one one thing why I, why I think it's it's cool to use uh, Testmon also uh, since the beginning.
0: Yeah, and I I also see that you have um, at least there's a blog post up on. Um, you have testmon.org is that you yes um, there's a an article on how to integrate this with pycharm as well does that still worth
1: yes. Yeah. yes yes um, it's not uh, it's a general article um so it's not about testmon um okay that, uh, but yeah we 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 had the experience that uh, some people didn't know how to how to set it up so so yeah, we wrote a, a little bit uh, like a description and, and a guide uh, as a as a piece of information. There is actually one one thing which I in, in this area in this uh, problem space, and again it works independently from from Testmon uh, so far. But uh, we were working on um, a little plugin to PyCharm uh, which can display Mm, which can display exceptions in in the editor itself. I I showed it on Twitter. I think you also reacted. I I, I think you saw the saw the um, screenshots. Okay. But but yeah, this is uh, this is one thing which uh, uh, which I think is is a nice tool, and I would like people to use it. And we might integrate this with with Testmon uh, later. So because at the at, at this point it's independent. But I would like the testman database uh, to be used for storing the exceptions and then displaying in in pinecharm in real time. And it's the same it's it's actually the same uh, theme, I would say, because I like interactivity in development and and uh, in running the test you then again this is, this was another thing which was annoying that you that I was in Pycharm writing something and executing the test, and then either executed the tests in console and I had to parse myself in my head the stack trace and try to find the, the lines or use the, use the PyCharm test runner but, uh, but again this, it, it, it's, you would have to click through maybe a lot of tests and a lot of uh, levels and whenever whenever there is um, mm, you, you run the test again then it disappears. What you uh, what you expand it? Which nodes to expand it. So so I didn't like that uh, the 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 Python test ran it that much, but anyway, this is like an addition. It it shows the the exception where I think it's uh, like the most interesting and feels the best.
0: Okay, and is this plugin something that I can access, or is it still? Yes, it's called it's called runtime info, and you can you can
1: uh, look it up. In uh, in PyCharm uh, plugin marketplace or plugin plugin repository from from, plug- from PyCharm.
0: I'll try itself. to find a link to it to keep putting the show notes then. Yeah, that would be cool. Cool. Well, I also just um, I got to thank you because I also I like I like people that uh, see a problem just even for themselves and work on um, doing to making it an open source project so that other people can benefit too. Like um but like both of these projects that you worked on, it's just something you um you saw a need for and open sourced it and it's not that's not free. I mean you you are, like you said, you have limited time to support it. There's um I'm sure quite a bit of quite a few people using it and uh and yeah. So thanks. Um how much time do you spend uh, maintaining Testmon?
1: Yeah, well, there is really like waves for, for... Mm-hmm. When I was writing it, it was, I don't know. i it I was actually, I had to learn a lot uh, because uh, as I mentioned, I wasn't uh, mm, familiar with Python at all. So it was many months or many weeks if if i if I counted it full time and then then for a couple of years, uh, it was just uh, maybe a couple of hours a, a month or or not even that much. And then uh, recently, I had an, another uh um like a go at it and and rewrote significant parts and that was all, almost like a whole full time so so it's not at, at this point it's not like a burden that there would be a lot of requests uh, to to right. to react to so so i pretty much work on it at my at my own pace and uh so it's not that uh it's not that
0: um much effort to to maintain it okay but still not zero and i appreciate it um yeah it's like uh looks like there's quite a few act- uh, quite a bit of activity 364 stars pretty cool yeah well um, that
1: was that's another like that um, was a motivation to do the rewrite and to improve the things which i thought were, were lacking and at, at in the past i didn't really well um didn't really know what i was doing uh, i w- i would say right uh, because uh, yeah. I, w- I was also new to coverage uh, as using it as a library so so there was uh there was i think the the code base right now is it's much better it's much nicer and uh, and yeah I hope people will use it and and uh, yeah even though the quality wasn't that good uh years by years uh, there were stars uh were um, like uh, appearing in github so so at some point I said oh so people are probably using it so so that's that motivates me to uh to so it, improve it
0: it uh made you a better developer in the process as well well definitely of course it's uh i I've, I've been using
1: or i've been developing uh maybe some enterprise software which is which where you don't have to think that much about algorithms and and uh, the underlying stuff or, or level or, or Python itself. Actually, it's it's about different things when in this in this enterprise uh, environment. Uh, so so, but this uh, yeah, it's really really challenging and and made me a much much better developer.
0: Well, you jumped into the deep end. Most people don't start their involvement with pytest by writing a plugin. But, yeah. So kudos. <laughs> <laughs> uh so uh, anyway uh, I thanks for coming on and talking about this and um, and if people want to know more i I mentioned previously that that the uh, there's a there's a website testmon.org is that the best place for people to learn or do you have another yes. suggestion yes
1: that's that's the best place and there will also be um, also be an email address, uh, maybe a Twitter also there so people can reach out and, and let me know. Yeah, I would like uh, people really to let me know what doesn't work for them on, or what would have to happen so that it works for them. So so it would be cool if, if people reach out.
0: Yeah, oh, wonderful. Well, thanks again, and uh, we'll keep up with you and talk to you later. Yeah, thank you very much, Brian. Thank you, Tibor. Very cool plug and a wonderful interview. Thank you to Pi- Patreon supporters. Help support the show yourself with a buck or two at testandcode.com/support. Thank you to all of the amazing people that hang out in the Python Testing Slack channel. You help people every day, and it's super awesome. Join the fun at testandcode.com/slack. And thank you to PyCharm for sponsoring this episode. The link for the extended pro trial is at testandcode.com/pycharm. That link is also in our show notes at testencode.com/slash/98. Follow the show on Twitter at Testencode and follow me at Brian Ockett. That's also the best way to reach me for episode suggestions, interview requests, and offering to come on the show yourself. That's all for now. Now go out and test something.